In the summer of 2022, a truckload of donkey penises being imported to Hong Kong from Nigeria was seized by the Nigerian Customs Agency. Donkey peni. I think it's peni. Many questions came to mind. Why the peni? What for? And most importantly, what about the rest of the donkey? I don't know why. Maybe because I'm Nigerian in Hong Kong, I felt the need to get to the bottom of the donkey peni scandal. And given the number of other animal parts that are freely traded to this part of the world, why did these ones get stopped? Was it the peni part? The donkey part? Or was it the Nigeria part? Oh. Look at me, Molly. I'm strong. I'm beautiful. I'm black. I'm strong. I'm beautiful. I'm black. podcast is Meshu Nina. That's Scottish Gaelic for my name is Nina. Scottish Gaelic different from Irish Gaelic. <laughs> if this was a radio station, I'd be your host, your DJ, your minute psychiatrist, all wrapped in one. As random as that intro was, <laughs> there is a connection, I promise. I have a point to make, and I will make it with no ado whatsoever. I was reminded recently about the people at Psychology Today that allowed an article on race and attractiveness to be published. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about or who, lucky you. Psychology Today, if you can believe the irony, published this article years ago titled, Why are black women less physically attractive than other women? <laughs> hmm. I remember thinking at the time, these people are donkey penises. <laughs> people, that brings us full circle. That's what we're talking about today, not donkey peni, no. We're talking about self-important, ignorant people who by virtue of any education whatsoever from an insert proper noun here college or access to any platform negligent enough to tolerate them think that they can now become the arbiters, the storytellers, the gatekeepers of what is beautiful, handsome, what is right, what is valuable. Self-appointed windbags. How many people under the guise of education, experience, or just by virtue of speaking first go on to assign themselves this responsibility of being the authority on beauty, attractiveness, value, and how do we as a community continue to let it happen? We aren't talking about GCSEs, SATs, which you could argue aren't really the best predictors of future success, that's a different topic. This is one person, a group of people who have decided to tell you, me, who is and who isn't attractive, what body type constitutes a beautiful, attractive one, what chest to waist ratio, what calf size, what lip thickness, cheekbone positioning, all of this minutia of information in an attempt to do what? To get you to buy more of this, do more of that, pump more of this, suck more of that, inject more of those, go here, be seen here, pine for this, continuously aspiring to a declared standard of beauty, of value, that they dictate that you can sit in some corner of the world for the most part, never having been anywhere of consequence, never traveled the world, been to places in a meaningful way, and then decide for 8 billion people what is beautiful? It blows my mind. Was it not Seneca who said, Judge ye not the pimples on someone else's face when ye are covered in sores? I believe he pinched that one from the Bible. I want to believe that the more connected our world has gotten, the close-minded people diminish in numbers, or they retreat to the dark burrows from whence they came. I do, I really do. I've been told that the world has fewer of these people in it, but I'm not convinced. My ability to be this warm, sparkling creature you see or hear before you depends on a number of crucial things. Complete and utter separation from ignorant and close-minded people is key. And I know, I know, the heathen amongst you will say, 
Nina, you don't have to listen. You don't have to watch. You don't have to read what they say. But do I really have a choice? I'm told I can manage my feeds, opt out of this, avoid that, and once I've drawn all these lines around me, I should be well and truly insulated from idiocy. I wait for one person to tell me that they've done this successfully. Yes, I have the power to choose, but what about where it keeps inserting itself in a feed or in between the video I'm watching on how to install a printer on YouTube? Just pay for the premium version, Nina, and skip the ads. Never. If you're told and shown over and over again one particular type of what constitutes attractive, brainwashed over and over again that this is the look, this is the height, this is the waist, this is the jawline, what the heck chance have you got of ever loving yourself, baby? Let alone someone else. I watched an episode of one of these reality TV shows where they force people into a marriage for the enjoyment of an audience. This one was based in Australia. I don't have the backstory, so I'll go straight to the punchline. The story was based in Sydney and it seemed everyone on it was Australian or at least lived in Australia. They had matched an ethnically Australian man with an ethnically Chinese woman. At first look, I thought the guy was punching well above his weight. Then the lady asks him this question. Is the reason for the lack of attraction on your part my nationality? Because I'm Chinese. <laughs> Lord have mercy. And then for effect, the producers of the show decide that this is the time to go on commercial. I thought it was a really brave question for her to ask, particularly when I think... She already knew the answer. I'm not sure how he answered, but it got me thinking. A lot of what we like, what we know, what we're attracted to is driven by what we see around us, the relationships displayed to us in our families or neighborhoods. And so for this chap, he probably never dated a Chinese woman before. How much of what we're attracted to is conditioned in us? How much of what we have decided we want to take home for keeps is based on what we've seen growing up or what TV and magazines have told us is beautiful, attractive, handsome, worth keeping? What choice do you even have in this thing called chemistry? Is it better now with social media? Are we seeing more diverse expressions of beauty, of attractiveness? Are our minds and our hearts now more intrinsically open to attraction outside our upbringing, outside of our race, outside of our ethnicity? Who do you find attractive today? What do they look like? Is it a cookie cutter shape, height, face, skin? Some of you will say, well, Nina, I like what I likes. Bless your cotton socks. That means absolutely nothing. Why do you like what you like? And have you ever liked something different? Could you like something different? Not once you got to know them, not after you find out they were really nice on the inside, not after they told you they volunteer three times a week at a dog shelter, no. Pure external attraction. It's worth a thought. Are the people you're attracted to physically the same body type? Do they have the same features? Is it one ethnicity? Is it the same skin tone, the same look? Like any mortal, I have crushed on Denzel. No last name needed. Then again, I also crushed on Edward Norton at some point. Not that either was a viable option because of my schedule, but it lets me know one thing about myself. I know though that not everyone is the same and they don't have to be. You like what you like. <laughs> I do hope at the very least that includes yourself. There have been quite a few studies that look into how self-perception or perceived attractiveness directly correlates to a person's self-esteem. A few of these studies have called out that this is more the case in women than in men. So we equate how we think we're viewed physically to our worth. And so every negative interaction, every reminder that you are not the idolized, presented example of attractiveness repeated over and over again, basically knocks off more of your self-worth. Can you imagine what that does to a person? To them in their home, their job, in their interactions, in their relationships, situationships? <laughs> self-esteem, self-worth, self-perception, how we think others view us can sometimes drive us to things we wouldn't normally do, to accept things and situations we wouldn't normally tolerate or endure, or withstand, things that we too often regret. There are too many people out there enduring, surviving friendships, relationships, situationships, thinking how thankful they are that somebody finally condescended to accept them, to love them the way they are. Way too many.
And so my encouragement to myself today is, it was not the Nigerian part. It was the dwindling number of donkeys in the world part. Until next time, it's every shade. <laughs>